turns out it was, I guess, the tenant's boyfriend or partner who was like on the run from the cops. I don't know why he thought we were the cops. So he ran away out the back door. And then um, while, while all that was happening, the neighbor... <laughs> Welcome into the Keeping It Real Estate podcast. We have added to the crew today, Riley, Blake, and Emma Grace is joining it. She is one of our agents at Pillar Realty and Management. And actually, this is the first podcast with the Keeping It Real Estate name. The last one was unnamed. So here we are. Okay, so let's just jump right in to the questions. We've got a couple more questions today like we did in the first episode, and we'll just banter back and forth with the three of us yep. see what happens is this the uh is this the first podcast you've ever been on yes well this is our second so we're not not far <laughs> behind you so emma grace and blake first question why because you had a full-time job before this like a salaried position so why did you just like dive into a commission-based income why real estate yeah i had that thought the other day i thought wow i went from a 40-hour work week, knew exactly what I was making all year round to something where I'm now dependent on myself to make every dollar I earn, I guess. Um, so I guess I was really, I've always been interested in real estate. Um, it was just tough because no one I knew had ever done it. Um, no family, no close friends. So I really didn't know much about it other than what I saw on you know, TV, Instagram, whatever, which I know is not always reality. Um, so I was just getting really tired and exhausted of like going to work every day from nine to five. I worked sales, um, retail. So Saturdays and I was tired of not being able to do what I wanted. Um, so I decided that, you know, now's the best time, I guess I was, you want me to start over? No, you're good. Okay. Blake is just um, buzzing away. No, because I, like, literally right, right as someone, I'm like, I'm not turning my phone off this podcast. And then... Someone text you? Uh, yeah. Or my phone, like, three people just tried calling me. Unreal. Unreal. Anyway, so I guess I don't, I don't really have a legitimate reason. One thing that made me just go ahead and do it. I was just really exhausted of of the nine to five job and also just being restricted to this is how much money you're going to make no matter how hard you work. Yeah, I think sure. that really bothered me. Um, and so I was like, you know what, I'm going to do real estate and finally just like pursue something that I was actually thought I was going to be passionate about. And I started working part time and quickly realized that like, if I really wanted to give it, all my effort, um, I would have to do it full time. So yeah. within a couple of months I was, I was doing that. Yeah. One of the, one of the funniest things that I hear about real estate is like, I was sick of working the nine to five. So now I work 24 <laughs> seven. I say that joke like, all the time. It's like the most dad joke, but it's just yeah. for real. Well, we have dad jokes around here. <laughs> so yeah, it, it is really funny, but Blake. Yeah. Hit me with it. Now we'll go to you. All right. Why? I got my estate. iPad to Google your, Lies over here. <laughs> Fact check me. <laughs> Fact check me. Every, real, every real podcaster has someone who is ready for Google. That's right. So. We can always count on you. There you go. What's the question? <laughs> the Why same one I just answered. <laughs> Why real estate? 
Um, I mean, for me personally, I think, well, we went to the same high school. In high school, when we were at school, do you remember they built that, like, what is it? It's not a nursing home. It's a, like a, like a, mm-hmm. yeah. It's next to the school. Yeah. It's some type of facility. Like assisted living. Assisted type. living or something like that. Yeah. They built like across the street. Well, I remember they were building that. And I'll never forget just like looking out the window and like, um, one of our teachers always, it was the, our finance teacher, who you know who she is. Um, we went through the whole like finance class book and all that. She was like closing the blinds. Cause like, I'd always look out and like watch them build and so my dad calls me like the Lego man because like I love playing with Legos, the whole nine yards. So I have still all, to this day. Not oh, well, not to this day. <laughs> I honestly was like, what? <laughs> Legos in the sense of now it's graduated to, like actual homes. Yeah. Um, but I've always loved building stuff. So I think for me, like real estate, it's attractive because you know you can build homes, you can renovate. You know that is always interesting. I loved watching like the construction aspect of it. Um, granted, we're not building anything yet but to me also real estate is it's it is that it's that opportunity um to work in that industry but i'm not actually having to do the physical labor which i'm like i I don't mind doing yeah i actually like enjoy as weird as it is i actually enjoy doing that stuff Mm -hmm. some people like i will never pick up a shovel i'd be like yeah let's go dig a ditch yeah (laughs) i don't care um i'd rather do that and sit behind a desk so for me, that's one thing, but I think for real estate too, if you look at the most wealthiest individuals just in general or people who have or families I could say who have like who have done well for themselves, they all have a real estate portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um so why real estate? I think you know, that's kind of it, right? Like wanting to leave a legacy behind. Mm-hmm. Um how do you do that? You do that by building something leaving a portfolio, leaving, you know, behind rentals, behind property, behind things that make value or hold their value. Um, Or I think our society is just, we buy cars, we buy furniture, we buy a bunch of stuff that never holds its value. Yeah. And then when we're gone, we don't leave anything behind. But like, I don't feel to, when I do go, I leave something behind. As weird as that sounds. No, it makes sense. I'm just... I think I'm thinking that far in advance. Yeah, no, that that makes total sense. <laughs> it's um, probably weird to think like that. No, no, it's a good like. I understand what you're saying, like the overall idea of it, but it was just funny to hear you say like, "When I go, you know." Yeah, <laughs> when I go, right? Hopefully in 90 years. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully in 90 years. I'm checking all this stuff because, <laughs> yeah, he forgot to hit record last time. We finished our first podcast, and I was like, "Oh, uh, Blake, I didn't record." And then I looked, and I was like. Oh my gosh, I actually did not record Blake's microphone. So that's why his voice kind of sounds goofy in the first episode. Hopefully everybody's voice sounds normal in episode 2.0. Let's hope so. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I kind of I kind of my decision for real estate was kind of the same as immigrations a little bit. I got to the point where I was just like oh, working Working like I enjoy working, and so that aspect of it is is not an issue. I really like that. But at the job I was at, it was like I was working all the time, but I'm on like a cap. Like you cannot go above this number. I could work four hours a week, or I could work sixty hours a week. I'm getting paid the same, same thing. Yeah. Obviously, if I work four hours a week, I'd get fired. So it wasn't like that. <laughs> but it's the the same idea. It doesn't matter how much you do or how much extra you do. Like 
there is a cap and you're not going above that. Um, and so I really like that aspect of it. That's like you're rewarded for however hard you're willing to work. Um, and I kind of had like some family members in real estate and, um, and stuff like that. But I would just be like, I would like get in bed at night and scroll through Zillow and like, look at like yeah. Jackson hole, Wyoming and like the most crazy real estate ever. Um, I'm going to pull that up. And so I, yeah, fact check me. Jackson <laughs> hole has nice houses. Uh, Jackson hole, Jackson hole, Wyoming. All right, let's pull up Zillow. Yeah. It's super nice. I guess see what you um, looked at when you went to, but that yeah, place. I just always loved like architecture and looking at, at really cool houses. And so that kind of was the, uh, the reason for me kind of diving in and, and doing it. Um, but Immigrace, now you came over to Pillar on December, like mid-December, like 15th, mm-hmm. 16th, 17th, something like that. So now it is February 22nd. 22nd. <laughs> it's late February. So you've been here for two months. What was uh, What was the reason for jumping over to pillar and what or how has the first kind of two months been yeah so um several reasons i could talk for a while about you know all of them but um to keep it short and simple i guess i just really like to trying to find the words i guess it's just more like i i really like to be connected with who i'm working with um really trust them um, trust that one, they know what they're doing Two, they're working for a greater good. Um, and I guess three, that they, they care about my success as well. And so it was just kind of evident to me that that's what this would be. Um, and so I knew that coming here would be a safe decision. Um, I wouldn't say safe because it was pretty scary, yeah, <laughs> but, sure. um, I was just confident that it was the right decision. Um, And I don't know, something about starting with a new, a new company that's new to everyone, even us, um, is exciting because we can build it to be whatever we want it to be. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So, and we're super thankful for, for you, for taking a leap and trusting us. Um, but yeah, it is, it is kind of. Immigrate said she hasn't even listened to our first episode. So we talked about some of this stuff. <laughs> Don't tell that. <laughs> oh, we okay. talked about some of this stuff. But uh, 34 people enjoyed that episode, I will say. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty good, the first one, if you think about yeah, it. Okay, and yesterday. y'all just dropped it yesterday. Yeah. So that's why I haven't so, listened yet. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, I know, i got to be more on the ball. Yeah, got to put the, the notifications on. <laughs> Post notifications. Um, this is when we stop the video and we say, Turn your post notification on. Buckle up. Let's go. No, <laughs> not at all. That is when we, not, not when we don't all. do that. Uh, but, man, real quick, I'm looking at Jackson, Wyoming. You were looking at some nice stuff. Yeah. I mean, this house right here is $17 million. Is that the one with the gate out front? Don't tell me you know <laughs> what know I do. This, oh, my gosh. That's the best house ever. Oh, oh my gosh. Me and Grace are looking at it then. Oh my god! It's got the big circle driveway. So it shows the picture with the snow. You still look at? Oh, I still do this all the time. Why Jackson, Wyoming? Dude, the mountains are beautiful. I love like. Am I going too fast? Am I going too fast? I don't know. I think it was. I. It's got like a guest house and a barn. So like. Seventeen million dollars. Yeah, we don't have anything quite like that. Two thousand four, twenty-five acres, 
five beds, three baths. I, I'm confused on why it's seventeen million. It's twenty five acres. Yeah, but you can get twenty. You're not paying seventeen million dollars well, for twenty five acres, acres in Little Rock. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously not. Now I don't know the Wyoming market. You've got the holy. mountains. This is like a super big touristy area, and oh, see, I don't, I know mountains. nothing about this area. Oh yeah, this is like one of the most desirable places to like go vacation. Dude, you need to get out. Uh, oh, I mean, it's got. I'm looking at it. It's got a whole ranch. Yeah, like, I mean, these oh, are like legit. legit. That's like my dream home. Dude. Have you guys watched? Uh, have you guys watched Yellowstone? Have you ever yeah. seen that show? I couldn't get into it. Dude, that when they just like forget the the storyline's fantastic, but forget the storyline. Just when they show like the views the, the views and stuff, it's unbelievable. Man, these are expensive. Oh yeah. Uh so like what you said, we talked about on the first episode how it was like we looked at like franchising and looked at all the different models we could do from like you know, all the big well known companies mm-hmm. out there. And we were like Let's just let's do something ourselves. That's like we can we don't have to if we want to do, you know, a certain like advertising campaign or we want to post a podcast like this or something. We don't have to go talk to the the head honcho. Yeah, the head yeah. honcho and be like, "Hey, can we do this and put yeah. your branding on?" Like we can do whatever we want. And so we said uh like it's cool cuz you can do whatever you want, but it's like all on us kind of, which is some people are like, "I don't want that pressure." And we're like Let's let's see what happens. So, no, it's it's uh, a lot of a lot of fun so far, and we've really enjoyed having you over as well, and we're we're thankful for that. What day one or not really day one, but was it a month in? Immigration joined. I think that was about it. Roughly, right? roughly a month in or something. All those months around like Christmas when all those crazy things were happening, not like crazy things, but just like. Switching over and stuff, it just all blends together. Yeah, me. literally. I'm it's like, I have no idea. Blob of time. Yeah. They don't make it easy either. No, they don't. I mean, so I think, like, you know, if you think about us switching um, or starting our own, starting your own, like starting the brokerage isn't necessarily, none of it's hard. There's just no guide that says this is how to go do it. It's just a bunch of random forms out on the website, <laughs> especially for switching. Like, there's no guide of how to <laughs> switch brokerages. It's just like people have done it before, and they tell you how to go do it, and you just download the forms and fill it out and turn it in. But think about, like, we're in Little Rock, so when you switched and when we switched, we filled everything out and went and physically turned it in. If you don't live in Little Rock, and you live in, like, Fayetteville or Benton or Bryant or wherever, right, somewhere in Arkansas, you still got to go through the same board in Little Rock. I didn't think of that. So, like, if you're in... I wonder you know. if they have, like, satellite offices or something like that. I actually haven't thought about that either. I'm not sure if they do or not. But, yeah, if you have to mail it in, Lord knows how long that's going to take. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> mailing it in. Or do they just decide, we're just, you know, I'm going to drive from Berryville, Arkansas, or somewhere, or Fort Smith. I'm going to drive all the way there, or Hot Springs, and just go to Little Rock, turn my paperwork in, stay the night, and then drive home. Yeah. You think about it, that is kind of difficult, right? Yeah. Because like when you switch, there's that time of like you can't have deals, you can't, you know, it is like you said, it is that stressful. Like you have people looking, but you can't do deals, and you're it's just like up in the air. Yeah, it's kind of like just up in the air. So not think making about any money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not making any money. Think about switching, and then you're just like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fill out the paperwork, turn it in, and mail it off, and okay, good to go. Yeah, I'll just. 
I guess I have to wait now three months to get my papers back. Yeah, literally. Because <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like that when you take the, the real estate test or when you pass the class and submit all your paperwork to then get the, like, um, code to, to then take the test. If they send you a code to, so that you can, like, put the code in and sign up for the test. And, yeah, it's just like, go check my mailbox today. No. Yeah. Two weeks later. No. Okay, here it is, finally. Um, and you can do it. But it's just, yeah, it's none of the processes are easy. It's just a weird, and it's not that it's a, I'm not, like, I guess, hating on the commission, right? Or, like, it's just a weird process. It's kind of like when you go uh, get your title for your vehicle, right? You literally buy a vehicle, you fill out the stuff, you go to the DMV, and they mail you your title. Like, to your vehicle, they just put it in the mail. It can get lost in the mail. It doesn't show up in the mail. Same with, like, your, you know, they don't, like, first day, like, certified. It's nothing. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, you know, a lot of retirement accounts and stuff. When they write you your check, they don't, like, direct deposit. They'll, like, just send you your 401k check in the mail. And it's just, like, floating there, right? And you're, you know. Better not lose that. Yeah. It's just kind of, I don't know. To me, that's. As much stuff as is online, you'd you'd feel like the whole process would be streamlined, I guess. Yeah. Of like, I could just fill out a form and do it all, pay online. Because we had to do a money order, didn't we? Multiple. Like, you had to go to, like, Kroger to get a money order. Right? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Because you can't pay in cash. Can't pay in cash. Some t- Depending on what it is, they let you pay it by check. But you also have to do money order for certain things as well. So it is like... I. Don't even know if I knew what a money order was before, like, <laughs> real estate. But there's something special with the money order. This yeah. is why we have Google. What's the difference? Fact <laughs> checker. Yep. Here we go. Check it out. And then I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked Emma Grace 15 minutes ago before you so r- rudely. Yeah, I completely just interrupted Interrupted us thing. and questioned my Jackson Hole home finding abilities. All right, hit me. What do you think about the first two two months i guess it's been a little longer than that now three months what are your thoughts on everything and and how have the first three months kind of been um for we, we for talk, like we talked about this yeah for us as like the last episode, the, for the brokerage or like for our personal business or yeah for the brokerage as a whole um dude i think the past three months have been huge like and i we did talk about this on the other podcast a little bit but it's like for what we've done so far, um, we haven't really, like, done a whole lot of promoting. We just, like, haven't. Hardly it's been, any. Just yeah. post stuff on social. It's just been, like, posting stuff, telling friends and family, and, you know, well, you're telling friends and family. You're posting stuff. So, uh, you know, everyone's kind of posting stuff. But past that, there hasn't been, like, a big push for anything. Mm-hmm. Of, like, we're doing a bunch of marketing. We're doing everything. So... I think we've done great um, for a new business. Yeah. Like most businesses fail in the first year. It's like a statistic. There's still time, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> but like only been three months. <laughs> for what we've done in three months, right? Yeah. Like that trajectory looks really well. Yeah. Like getting off the ground trajectory is very high on the board. You know? Yeah. Most businesses are, you know, if this is the line, most businesses are very, like, slow starting. Yeah. And I feel like us starting was very much up. There was no, like, gradual up. It was, like, up, and then it's 
you know, we're probably kind of like going like this a little bit and then we're up more. Yeah. There's always like that little lull, not lull, but like kind of a flat line going up. Well, you're also, we're also in like the worst season for real estate. Like yeah. nobody wants to move in December, November, December and January. And we've still been relatively busy with showings and with closings and, and different things like that. So we've been really blessed in, on that front. And just in kind of the, the next step, like we talked about on the first episode, our executive suite office that we had and how we were having to upgrade already. Um, and so that's another thing Yep. that Immigrace, um, I don't know if we've told you this yet, but hopefully in the next one, one to two <laughs> episodes we'll be in our new office Sweet. so that we can we – can rock and roll from there and not have to set up all this stuff again and take forever. Um, we can just leave it set up. I mean, think about that too for like a growth aspect going from obviously where we were very small, but then getting something a lot larger, right? And then you look from there, okay, where we're going, we want to go even bigger. So it's all stepping stones. Yeah. We can't go get the biggest and best, you know, 5,000 square foot office space. The first day. Yeah. Um, but we're taking all the stepping stones to get there. Yeah. And this is still, the office that we're going to will still probably be a temporary spot. Like, we're going from yeah. a starting spot to then a temporary spot uh, because, like you were saying, with the process that just is super annoying um, and it takes forever. We've got other people who have committed to coming already but are, you know, in the process of figuring it all out. And so then if we, you know, if we, if we had just a couple more, then, then we may have to consider, you know, pillar HQ 3.0 in the first, you know, just a couple months of being a business. So that's, that's a super big, um, that's a super big blessing. I think as we like look to grow, we've talked about this, like, I don't want to like constantly rent. Yeah. Commercial real estate's kind of terrible. Correct. I, I don't like. I don't like it. I there's some people out there who probably listen to this and like, oh, I love commercial real estate. But like, from my aspect, or being a property owner of rentals and a manager, I love, you know, fixing up that stuff, like providing good properties to people to rent. Whereas commercial, it's just like, yep, here's the shell. Have a good day. And anything goes wrong with my building, you pay for it. Yeah. Which is just nuts. <laughs> it um, is wild. It's like, you know, we'll renovate a space, make it how we like it, and then we leave or something happened. Like, it's our fault, right? We could just use the AC and it blows up and it's our fault and we have to pay for it. That's why you need to be the property owner. Exactly. Correct mundo. It's probably why people love it because they own the properties. Yeah. And then they yeah. get people to fix them up for them. Yeah. And, and that's the goal one day. The rent's already ex- super expensive, especially for Arkansas, Little Rock. Yeah. Of like what commercial spaces are charging. Mm hmm. Which is crazy. It is wild. But the. So that's a long term goal buying a space. Yeah, for sure. Or building a space. It definitely is. Fact and checker says correct. correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was Googling money order. So uh. I've got it. I wrote down a couple questions to lighten the mood. (laughs) Lighten the mood. Okay. All right. So have your fast cap rapid fire 
Oh, these are like one word answers. Um, they don't have to be one word. Some of them are. What's your favorite color? Are we going like that? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Start it off. What's your favorite color, Blake? What's my favorite color? Yeah. Uh. You have to think about it. Golly. Well, this I mean, is rapid fire. I know, but like, what's my favorite color? What's my favorite color for what? That's the question. And just Next. in general, favorite <laughs> yeah, color? Skip. Red. Red. Okay. Pink. Pink. Interesting. Nice. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> is your Stanley mug over there pink? That's not pink. That's like a, a coral. Coral. And we got colorblind guy. Yeah, over there, I so he don't. Even I was know. like, I don't know what it is. Um, what's your favorite fast food place? Chick Fil A. I've got to follow up to that. To Chick Fil A? Yeah. I, I'm Chick Fil A if I had to get fast food. Okay. What sauce do you get when you eat there? <sighs> okay, so it depends on what I'm eating. <laughs> but yeah, this is like depends on what color. What you get, <laughs> yeah. if you're getting I sound like Blake. No, listen. If you're getting French fries, you got to go with a buffalo and a ranch. Both. And you, yeah, you dip both. Isn't that like what Chick Fil A sauce is? Isn't it like a combination of buffalo and ranch? No, Chick Fil A sauce is like. Mayonnaise, honey mustard, barbecue, ketchup, like a bunch of stuff. Um, The honey roasted barbecue is really good if you're getting a grilled chicken sandwich. And Chick-fil-A sauce is always good on nuggets and Polynesian sauce. Honestly, Chick-fil-A has way too many sauces. What was the controversy we had over this? Yeah, I'm ranch on everything. Just like ranch it up. (laughs) See, let me tell you what. Chick-fil-A has the worst ranch. And I know I just said. Chick-fil-A has the worst ranch. I know that I just said I get the ranch, but only because you dip the fry in the ranch. build some weird concoction. Yes, and then you dip it in the buffalo. But, okay, this may be bad. I didn't even know that Chick-fil-A had all those sauces. Oh, my gosh. That's the most blatant. I literally thought they, I mean, we don't eat out a whole lot. I didn't think, I literally thought they had, like, Chick-fil-A sauce, ketchup, and ranch. And, like, they may have, like, another sauce. But this guy all. lives under a rock. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i a ketchup is, guy. This is quite an argument. I do like ketchup on most things except for Chick-fil-A. It, their ranch is so good. It's the best ranch to contradict him. Chris. Okay, wait, 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 wait. What do you about get the like, rapid what fire? About, what about like a... Uh, <laughs> do you get the rap? That's the real question. No. What? What about Outback and West Pizza? Jeez. Outback. The ranch. You're telling me Chick-fil-A ranch is better than Outback and U.S. pizza? I really do like Outback salads. Um, Wait, y'all go to Outback? Heck yeah. Occasionally. They have the best uh, french fries, cheese fries, and ranch. Go to Outback and get their ranch. Ranch is pretty good. Um, I haven't been to Outback. What was the second place you said? U.S. pizza. U.S. pizza has good ranch as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we ate there the other day with Linder. Hashtag eat local. We what? We ate there the other day with Linder. Yeah, we did. That was pretty good. It's fantastic. I love the ranch. What's the next question? What's your favorite season? Summer. 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 That's easy. <laughs> I put this one on here because I'm curious. I'll start. Okay. How many pairs of shoes do you have? I have. Did you go to, to your closet and count? No, no, I didn't. I'm just thinking about it now. I was going to give you time to count all yours. Up oh, okay. Um, Twelve. I have no idea. I have this and some boots and maybe like two other pairs of shoes. Blake hates stuff like this. Yeah, he hates I, this garbage. I would wear the same clothes every single day. Like <laughs> if I woke up and they were like, 
I would Steve Jobs it, put it that way. The same colored shirt. I, I could have a hundred of the same shirts. black and shirts. Wear the same black shirt. I could wear the same, you know, type of That's jeans. That's an old man characteristic. It is. Well, it's just no, easy. We're talking I don't have to. Here. I don't <laughs> have to wake up and like decide what am I going to wear That's today. That's so exciting. What do you? What do you? Th- what's ah. the answer for you? It's probably like. 30, 35. Whoo! That's a, that's. that's a Don't get me wrong. I wear this. I, I wear the same like five pairs of shoes. Man. On a daily basis. But you but just have to have the rain boots in case it rains. Exactly. You, or, the, or, you know, you know snow you, boots. You never know what you're going to get into. Exactly. You have 12 pairs? Uh, probably. Are you counting your cleats? Do you still have cleats? <laughs> From seven years ago? No. How many shoes do you have like? I, like four. Four that you wear? Like you literally own four pairs of shoes. He probably has. I have more nice than. Nice tennis shoes, boots, sandals. I got those boots I always wear. Yeah. The work boots, mm-hmm. which I, they're 40 bucks, can't go wrong. I've got these, which are really nice walking shoes. I've got like my yard cutting shoes, tennis shoes. And then like, I have like slippers. I'm not counting like my house slippers and stuff like that. Yeah. I have house slippers. Okay, that's cute. I don't know. I probably <laughs> have like a total eight pairs of like some type of like shoe or footwear, oh, okay. but I only wear like four. I literally added bad? these questions in because Blake hates this stuff so much. Yeah, I just uh, whatever. What is your favorite movie? I'll start. I already know. I, okay, go. Oh, Iron Man. Iron Man. The yeah. first one? Uh, just a series the of series. Iron Man. I just like the character, I guess. That is probably the best Marvel series, yeah. I will say. Uh, mine's The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. In case. I love that movie. Yeah. Why did I secretly know this? Speaking of secret. Probably because I've talked about uh, it. Yeah. What's, What's yours? yours? I always struggle with this question. I don't really have a favorite movie. What's your favorite TV show? Okay, 0 for 2. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I like. There's several TV shows and movies that I like, but you know, like a movie, I, I'm not going to sit there and watch a movie more than like two times, Yeah. you know? And then as far as show goes, like I watch whatever shows are like, you know, the, uh, well, you're uh, a big movie buff. Yeah. You'll watch the same movie over and over again, right? Yeah, absolutely. You only watch this one movie once, maybe twice, maybe twice. That's how I am. The movie one time. I'm done maybe twice if I really, really like it. Like, there's probably so many movies that I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so good. Couldn't even tell you the name of it. Because I'm never going to watch it again. We, yeah, I'm the same way. We one. moved into our house in July. And and you still haven't um, invited the team over for a movie night in your theater? You're right. I haven't. Yeah, this we dude, need to make this that This dude's happen. got a theater. But in my when, I, when, I, when we got the theater, it was like, I have to rewatch all the movies now. Because you're like watching them in a yeah. Because it's like we're in the theater. I probably watched Secret Life of Walter Mitty probably like six times since July. So, but don't you like know everything that's gonna happen? I do, and it still creates an emotion in me every <laughs> single time. It's amazing. I'll miss it. It is amazing. I know your favorite TV show. What? Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I thought about that one in a minute. That's hilarious. That is it. It's absolutely hilarious. It's probably one of them. Yeah. I wouldn't I mean, have I, said that if you asked me that question. Really? It's probably one of them. I just wouldn't have remembered it. Yeah, Will Smith is hilarious. I thought you all, I thought you, like, that was, like, what you watched all the time in high school. That's what I remember. Uh, yeah, for sure. I love Fresh Prince of Bel He's still not in high school, though. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, seven years ago? Keep Secret Life of up. Walter Mitty. 
Okay, and this is the last one. It's kind of philosophical. Okay. Maybe a little bit. What's been your favorite age in your life? That's an interesting question. Yeah. Um. Like age or age period, I guess. Like, like just 23, 24, like, like an actual number. Yeah, like a number. No, or not, not like, I like the number seven. So when I was seven, but like things that happened during that. Yeah, time. like my, you're saying like age, I view it as like high school or like college or okay. like. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. Was that <laughs> your answer? Oh, I would probably say college. Okay. Uh, I mean. Age period. That's fine. Eighth period. Age period. Age period. I was like, eighth period. What? <laughs> um, I don't know. I would probably say, like, when I was in college, I didn't realize that it probably was going to be my favorite time. Because uh, it's also just, like, really stressful and, like, you're trying to make friends. You don't really know what you're doing. But now that I'm, like, friends with all my friends now and we have such, like, a close-knit friend group, when we're hanging out, we're like, oh, guys, like, remember, you know, freshman year or whatever? Yeah. So, I don't know. I like now that I, like, have a job. I, like, provide for myself. Like, I like being an adult sometimes. But every now and again, I'm like, college was yeah. Yeah, just nice. There's so much. And, like, you're in a sorority. Mm-hmm. There's just always something to do. Yeah. It's very entertaining. For Whereas, sure. like, now you get out. It's, like, the same thing every day. Yeah, same I thing mean, every day. I mean, not really, but kind of. But there's not, like, I feel like in college there's always something. Yeah. Like, a football game, a basketball game, a fraternity, like, activity. Mm-hmm. There's just always something that makes it fun. Yeah. There's just always activities to do or go to. I would agree with that. And the schoolwork and everything is just absolutely terrible. Less responsibility. But... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What's your answer, Riley? Um, I actually didn't think about this one. You wrote the questions. I know. I wrote the questions. Uh... I'll say I'm 26, and I'll say 26. I knew you were going to say that. I just knew that was going to be your answer. Right Why? now. Just because you're just happy with your life. Yeah. You start a new business. Yeah, the business. We're about to have our first kid. All the way up 26. Now, that's going to be it's gonna be a super fun year. Um, so, yeah, I'll say that. Although college was a lot of fun. A lot of really good memories with some really good people. Um, and... I like high school as well. I really, I'm generally a pretty happy person. And yeah. so I. You're like my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm super thankful. There's nothing um, wrong with that. I can't, I don't think you can go wrong with any of these answers. But if, if I had to choose a one age, I'll say 26. Yeah. That'll work. We'll ask you again next year. It'll be 27. Maybe so. Depends on how much your kid keeps you up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe like. <laughs> 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's all the questions that I have on the rapid fire that took 10 minutes. Uh, 10 minutes? That was like 30. Uh, yeah, it was pretty long. Uh, so what is your – this one's not a rapid fire, but it is okay. a, a question. What is your – so real estate is you just never know what you're going to get with people that you work with, with – I mean, our job is literally to – go in people's houses we have no idea who they are that's literally our job and so what is when you've like shown a house or something like that what is probably the craziest thing that you've like walked into 
or that you have like experienced in real estate? Because saying your comment about like, oh, being an adult, we do the same thing every day kind of. Yeah, that's like, why I said not really yeah, because no, real I, estate I, is I just I get your never. point for sure. But it's like theoretically in real estate, you never have the same day twice. Yeah. I no. mean, you within reason, you know what I mean. But what is probably the craziest experience that real estate has brought you? <laughs> you want to go first? I already know mine. You already know yours? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, go ahead. I already know mine. So I have you said several it. just like the most bizarre things that have <laughs> happened to me. You question. literally wouldn't believe it. <laughs> uh, but I'd say the one that just like popped in my head right when you said that question, um, we were, we had gotten under contract on this house and we hadn't actually seen it yet. Um, me and my buyers had driven by, it was going to be an investment property for them. Um, and the listing agent said, yeah, I mean, you know, we're down with y'all's offer, but, uh, you're going to have to kick the tenant out if you don't want them. And so my buyer was like, sure. You know, he's this big guy. He doesn't put up with anyone's crap. He was like, no problem. But he had no idea what he's getting himself into. So uh, oh, I haven't heard this. Yeah. So the next day, or a couple of days later, whatever it was, we um, wanted to have an inspection on the house because, and we hadn't even seen the inside yet. And so me and the inspector pull up, and then the oh, this is what it was. The owner of the house actually showed up to unlock it and like kind of make sure it was clear. Um, and that the tenant was not going to be there. And he, the, when I pull up, the owner said, oh yeah, there's someone squatting in the house. They ran out the back door <laughs> when I opened it. Oh. And I was like, okay, well, turns out it was, I guess the tenant's boyfriend or partner who was like on the run from the cops. I don't know why he thought we were the cops. So he ran away out the back door and then, um, while, while all that was happening, the neighbor, uh, you ever get in those neighborhoods where people just like kind of stand outside and anything's happening they just like watch? <laughs> yeah. The neighbor saw the inspector pull up and the inspector had this huge truck and he was like, yo, my car is stalled. Can you like tow it for me? No, he wasn't even towing it. He was literally pushing it with the car. Like, he just wanted him to, like, literally push what it. Of all the crazy stories, how have I never heard this? I, because I, it probably just scars me. I could talk about it for a few months. So that was a whole nother scenario. Well, then, um, the tenant was actually still in the house. And we were like, okay, we need to come in. We're going to inspect the house, you know, whatever. And she just went crazy. Uh, the owner ended up calling the cops and... Yeah, it was. Did you finish oh the inspection? Oh my gosh. Um, the inspection lasted about 12 minutes, probably. Um, Don't do if it. If you're familiar, inspections usually take anywhere from, you know, two to three and a half hours. <laughs> um, and by the time we left, we were no longer under contract. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> but oh yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty solid. Uh I will say Emma Grace somehow manages to find the like the worst possible things. It's like every single time something absolutely psychotic is happening in one of her transactions. What's yours? Um, I don't have anything like that. Uh, probably the craziest thing that I've dealt with is I would say probably I showed um, you know those vertical lofts downtown. 
um, they're pretty. They're pretty You're cool. Talking about like the ones made out of like containers. Unions, yeah, they kind of look like that. Yeah. Okay. By like Union Station, I was showing one of those to somebody, and we scheduled it the day before, or we scheduled a couple days. Like it was a couple days out because it was like a Wednesday and they couldn't go until Saturday. So there was like a significant gap to where it may not have been on somebody's mind that there's like a showing on Saturday. So I knock, we go in, we're like talking about the house. We show almost the entirety of the house. Get to the like, and we're just having like a conversation about everything in the living room. Um, and they're as they're walking through the kitchen and stuff. And we get to the uh, the owner's suite, and we walk in, and there is a lady who's, like, in bed. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I heard you guys. I was hoping that you just wouldn't come in here. I totally forgot about the showing. Um, get out. I'll, I'll I'll leave in 10 minutes. Just give me 10 minutes. Well, she's, <laughs> like, asleep in bed? She was, like, conked, like, asleep. Oh she was like, I heard you guys, gosh. and I was just hoping you wouldn't come in here. Uh and yeah, we're going to do a showing on the house and just not open yeah, any doors. Oh, She's geez. obviously uh, uneducated about the whole situation. But, um, yeah, so we just, like, walked outside and, like, stood and talked for a couple minutes. And she drove off and she was like, <laughs> bye. Then we finished our showing. But it was, like, so it's nothing as crazy as that. But it was still, like, now every time. It's like even if you get the the Supra, get the key out of the box. Always knock, always ring the doorbell, because I'm not about to walk in. Somewhere. Well, I've had that happen to me before, but I knocked and rang the doorbell, and the house was just—it wasn't like huge, but it was a decent sized house. And the back bedroom was just so tucked away. I opened the door, and the owner was in there with her dog, and I, she's elderly. <laughs> I think I might have really scared her, but I always, whenever I knock on the door. <laughs> I'll, I'll ring the doorbell, knock, and I get the key. I unlock the door. I always scream, hello, I do. I do that now, too. And my buyers are always like, is there someone here? And I'm like, I, you know as well as me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just We're announce find myself. Out. Like, realtor, this way, like, yeah. I don't know who's in there. It's not just somebody breaking in for the heck of it. Yeah. Let them know who you are. I don't know if mine's, like, that crazy. Like, that one's pretty crazy. Mine's just, like, weird. Like, it was before. it was before I was a realtor, too. When I was looking to buy a house. Oh, when you were looking to buy? Yeah, I found one that was like popped up. It was a short sale, I think it was. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this is a great deal, like on a house. It had no photos of the inside, which, there Scary. you go. That tells Mystery. You that tells you everything right there. I ring, or we ring the doorbell, and no one comes to the door. And like, as the agent at the time's unlocking the door, um, a lady, you know, like the doors that have like, they're kind of glass. You can kind of see through. But then on the side, there's like the two see-through panels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was one of those doors. And like you could see a shadow. And he's like, I think someone's in there. And the next thing you know, this like lady, older lady, like just like not face plants, but like just like turns the corner and just like looks dead through mm-hmm. and like scares us. It was freaky. And then, you know, we kind of like back off because I'm like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like we've never shown up to a house with the owner there whenever we were looking and she opens the door and like lets us in and is like, yeah, I'll just be in my room. And we're like, okay. Um, she had like converted her like room. Her room was like the downstairs dining room, I guess. And she was literally living in the dining room. <laughs> it was kind of weird. I was like, 
I'm confused, but okay. Um, there's no furniture in the rest of the house. And what made it really weird is when we walked in, there's cats everywhere. <laughs> Count me out. I'm talking like, not like one or two cats, like 10 to 15 cats. It's a cat house. If not, if not more cats. And so all the lights were off, like nothing really worked in the house. And I was like, this just is weird. And then we get to the back wall of the house, and there's, like, not really many windows on it. It's, like, a door. Um, I think there's, like, one or two windows. And I'm like, this wall just seems weird, right? Like, there's something wrong with the wall. And I touch the wall, and it's, like, bubbly. Not like it, like, waved, you know? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this whole wall is full of water. And, like, the whole wall was rotted. And, like, there was, like, water, like, it had, like, just recently rained. The whole wall was, like, fully rotted. And, like, we went out in the back porch, and the pool, they had a pool. The pool was, like, caving in. And, like, the house was, like, f- like falling down. We ended up not going upstairs. But there's just cats everywhere. That was, like, so my weirdest crazy story. I never had anything. Yeah, no, that's that's crazy. So you bought the house, and there's no buying that house. <laughs> But you know what's nuts or sad? Before that house went for sale, the photo I pulled the old photos. It was beautiful. Like they had like a. That's always a bummer. Before the cats got there. Oh yeah, and that's how. Before we went and looked at it, that's what I did. I pulled the photos. I was like, if so you were like, this has potential, dude. If I'm getting this house, I think it was like two fifty or something. I was like, if I'm getting this house for two fifty with a pool and everything, I was like, this is beautiful. And then of course we went to it and we we're like. They only, she'd only lived there for like two years. I was like, I don't even understand how something like this gets like this. She was. That's terrible. So that was my worst experience. Yeah, that is. Because I'm not a cat person. That is just, uh, that is sad sometimes. You go into some houses and you don't expect to be in no. bad condition or you've seen old pictures and it's like, dang, this is a nice house. And you go see it and you're like, oh, man, that's sad. Let's see. Roughly. 45 minutes. Oh, uh, we got time for uh, more questions. <laughs> <laughs> Blake wants more. Um, oh, here you go. Here's a question. Yeah, ask. All right. So um, you've been doing real estate yep. three, 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 three years. Two years. Not even a year. Not even a year. Okay. So we're all. Almost a year in March. Okay. March 1st is when I got licensed nice. officially. We're so. all at different stages. Um, three, two, one. Would you recommend others to pursue your career and why? Hmm. I would say yes. Um, Yes and no, I guess. Um, It's tough because this market is, this career is really oversaturated. Um, And I think that a lot of people on social media or TV shows or whatever give it this, I guess give the idea that it's so easy. You can make all this money so easily and, you know, just highlight it so much. And those are advantages for sure. Um, But it's also really tough um, at times. And it's really easy to quit when you're not making any money. Um, So I think, yes, it's a great career to pursue if you know what you're getting into and if you're you know determined to make it work um my boyfriend all the time once he's always like i'm 
low-key jealous of your job like i wish i could do that you know have them come join <laughs> um, and the only reason i ever am not like yes you should is because he brings me a lot of business so <laughs> yeah but um i would say overall my answer is yes yeah definitely i think i think there's uh you i think you just need to know beforehand what you're getting into kind of yep you like i guess the flip side is true of not to say it the flip side of the upside is true so like yes there's huge upside but if you're willing to do it there's there's huge upside you know one one aspect is like the flexibility is is amazing like you don't have to if immigrants doesn't come in the office one day or something she doesn't have to like call and ask like she can she can do her thing but uh at the same time it's like if if one day you're like i don't want to work or I'm going to go do such and such today, or I'm going to go, you know, for a week to, you know, wherever, vacation. You're not making any money. You're not sitting yeah. on the beach and getting your you paid every two weeks. You yeah. Know? And, so, I, and I think what goes along with that is it, I didn't realize when I was in a really busy season of real estate, it was like, I was trying to, to take a break and it's, it can almost be impossible to take a break if you're in a really busy season, which then when you get into the slow seasons, you're really thankful for that. You're like, wow, that's, you know, that's great that for you have sure. that. But that's another aspect of it. Yeah, it's it's super cyclical. So when it, when it's almost like you just have to set everybody's expectations. Like when it's going, I've got to do this. It's really like going. It's going. Yeah. Um, because there are, you know, around the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, it probably is going to slow down. And you may still have some transactions going, but it's not going to be like it is from April till August. You know, so yeah. in the, uh, yeah, I would say everybody, or I would tell somebody joining, like, it's cyclical. What you make in the summertime is not going to be what you make in the wintertime. Like, just, so just plan accordingly um, with that. It's really, it's hard to budget um, when you don't know what you're going to make, you know, tomorrow, technically. Um, but yeah, if you're, if you're somebody who's disciplined and can say, you know, I'm going to stock money away or I'm going to, um, you know, invest or, or just be smart with your money and not just get it and, and blow it. Um, then yeah, it's a, it's an, it's an unbelievable industry to be in. There's so much upside. Um, yeah. But the, the flip side of the upside is that there's downside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, you mentioned something you said, and now I've, I've kind of already lost my train of thought, which is bad because I'm like reading through these questions like, ah, oh, this this is a whole other podcast. So <laughs> okay. So touching on what you said for, um, you know, know what you're getting into. Like I've told you, him or you this, Riley. I don't even know if I've shared with like Emma Grace, but like I think for being so new, like I've only been doing it two years. You've only been doing it like three, four. You've only been doing it, what, you said four months? No, like 11 months. 11 months? Why did I say, where did four come from? I don't know. Probably because I was trying to read Yeah, probably because you were fact-checking um, and didn't realize you were But, like, know what wrong. you're getting into. I was like, I am, I'm, like, and you mentioned this too, and I, this is a kind of all bubbling up of, like, I think it was one of the first questions of, like, how do you feel of, like, what we've been doing? Um, and, like, I'm really proud of, like, what you've done personally with, like, uh, all the closings you've had, all the listings you've had, um, 
helping us with rentals. I mean, even like holding the new open houses. Mm-hmm. Like that stuff's huge, especially like the for sale by owner calling. Like everything Immigrace has done, I'm just like, holy crap! Like that's not 100%. people like you said. Like know what you're getting into. For me, that's like. But, dude, you did, like, some serious homework before you got into this, yeah, I feel like. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, yeah. no. I just, like, hats off to Grace. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm going on the record, like, <laughs> yeah. congratulations, because. Thank you. I, I've seen that hard work, and I'm just like, this is, that's a big deal. Yeah, and and the thing about this business is it's easy to say, I'll, I'll just wait until somebody calls. I'll wait until the phone rings. But if you're willing to, if you're somebody who's like, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. You know, then the potential there is like there there is no ceiling, and yep. so the fact that she's willing to to do all that, yeah, says a lot because a lot of people aren't. So yeah, hats off to you, unreal. I, yeah, I don't think we were like me and you weren't like call for sale by owners, or we didn't like tell her, we didn't say anything about that. No, it was just like it was her. You just did it, and we're like, we'll help you in any way we can. Yeah. So. I think that just stands true. Like, I was like, holy crap. That's half the battle is just being able to talk to people and then just taking the initiative to actually get it yep. done. Um, I think that's another big aspect of it is most of the time there's not going to be someone telling you what to do, yeah. uh, making you do things. So you've got to have the right personality type, I guess. For sure. Um, or at least grow to have it, um, which I am not always super initiative or yeah i wouldn't two years ago i wouldn't describe myself as a go-getter yeah uh but you've done it now i'm working towards it (laughs) yeah um all right you potentially get one more i got one more because this is that was a good question by the way that was a good question so we've got another i need a search for podcast questions. I'm not giving you my... <laughs> this, I, I wrote these questions. Yeah, you right. Talking? You're over here asking questions for the first 10 minutes and I'm typing. Okay? I'm typing. <laughs> uh, so, this is kind of a loaded question, I guess, for you. Um, because we... I guess I just congratulated you. We clapped. But um, I. this is the next question. Do you feel appreciated enough for the work you're doing? Yeah. I think that is... Um, something you guys have done a really great job at um, is really patting me on the back, which I really need that. um, And I don't like that I need that, but, and I think I've gotten better at it, but it is really nice to have positive feedback, positive reinforcement saying, Hey, good job. I recognize your hard work or whatever it is. Um, But yeah, I'm very much a words of affirmation person. Me too. Like, Someone. And I think that's maybe why y'all are good at it is because that's also your what you need. So. Yeah, that makes sense. But it just keeps like a really positive environment. I think uh, it can. I mean, it can definitely be like, like I don't want someone congratulating me or patting me on the back if I'm not, if I'm not truly you performing really well. Yeah. You know, um, that's when you need to say, hey, what you've been doing lately to generate sales or yeah. generate leads. Um, but I think used correctly it's it provides a really great environment for sure what about you do you feel appreciated not at all no i don't tell you good <laughs> job no you don't <laughs> you don't ever. ever no yeah i mean 
Well, I, th- or I maybe think maybe in the, in your shoes, think of it this way, because um, immigrants could think of it as this way as well. But we we answer or maybe the way I answered it or the way we answered was skewed in a way because it could be that what immigrants said, or it could be, do you feel appreciated by like the people you work with? Yeah, not in I, sense I like us, but like helping someone buy a house. Oh yeah, like you could th- that's that's where I'm getting like yeah. There's also that way of appreciation. Yeah, for sure. Not it, saying you don't feel that because you, you obviously do. But I think from this perspective, I'm I feel I don't know if appreciated is the right word, but I'm very grateful and thankful because the fact that they were willing to even join us says a yeah. lot. I, I feel like, and so I'm extremely grateful um, um, for that. But yeah, for for clients for sure, and I think that's something that we're um, you know, our, our, our approach, our sort of different approach to this industry and thinking of it as we're not like selling houses. We are like in the customer service business, um, is, is something that, you know, that's something that we like went all in on. And so we were like this, let's put all our eggs in this basket, treat people right. And, you know, in return, that'll, um, that'll be reciprocated. And so I think, yeah, I think what we've done so far has been really, really good, and I think clients have have loved it and been really appreciative of everything that we're willing to do to help them and to say, um, yeah, you know, this transaction was easier than <laughs> than ones I've done in the past, for sure. Okay, well, I got one last question. Oh please. my jeez! Oh, I got one Seven last hours. question because we're all, all we're our all, memory cards. Everyone, are be rapid hard. fire. Yeah, every, well, this is this will be quick. Because uh, this is, a, I can answer this in one one question or one answer, Kay. one word. Uh, do you think your profession will still be in demand in ten years from now? Yes. Yes. No. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what? Sorry, I just didn't like the generic. She gets mad. Yes. Because yeah. we're all we're all new, right? So like a lot of people are probably like we're sitting here like, oh, why why would we you know? They're new, right? They're kind of new in real estate. Three years isn't really new. I mean, after three are years. You, are you referring to the fact that we'll still be doing it in 10 years or that real estate agents in general will still be around? Real estate agents will still be around in 10 years. Yes, Because we definitely grew up with, like, this in our hands. Yeah. And Whereas it, people who have been doing this forever are like, ah, this is taking our jobs. Yeah, and there's a level of that. I think there are certain aspects of jobs that will probably be taken. But just like we're saying how we base everything around the customer experience, mm-hmm. like, that, that you you have to adapt that to each individual person. Um, and so if I know that Stacy, <laughs> random name, uh, is had a hard day doing physical therapy or some, you know, just some like random thing, then the approach I have with somebody like that may be different or maybe, you know, geared toward her mindset in that scenario. I mean, you know, we work with so many people and you're never gonna work with the same personality twice. Um, and a technology will not be able to, uh, to adapt to that. that. Yeah. And so I think in some aspect, I think, I think houses will be purchased by stuff like this, by like iBuyers or whatever you want to call them, like Zillow and different platforms like that. I think they will, you know, potentially continue to purchase houses and that'll, that'll be different in 10 years, but nothing can replace the human connection. Um, is my opinion, at least. All right, that, that's all. I I agree. We could have a whole episode on that, but we talked about being next new, episode. So I'm looking in the future. Tune in. So.
yeah. episode three. Guys, thanks for watching. You can catch this anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll see you in the next episode.